Ransomware cyber attacks becoming more and more common in this country. Rideau Hall attacked recently. The TTC has been attacked recently. The list goes on and on. And Canada's Communications Security Establishment, or CSE, along with the RCMP, has warned that those attacks against critical Canadian sectors like healthcare, energy, and manufacturing continue to be on the rise and corporations need to be prepared. They need to protect themselves. You need to think about your own data and how vulnerable you might be. Now, at the same time, Canada's electronic spy agency, the CSE, acknowledged that it has now conducted cyber operations against foreign hackers with, quote, unquote, to impose a cost, impose a cost for the growing levels of cyber crime. Alex Boudelier is a national online journalist for Global News, has written about this great story on globalnews.ca. Alex, welcome to the program. Great to be here. What, what does that mean, impose a cost? Well, you know, I think that uh, for a long time we've seen foreign hacker groups, both, you know, criminal in nature or backed by states, doing these types of operations, doing these types of ransomware attacks, uh, these types of hacks against you know, Canadian businesses, Canadian governments, um, you know, critical infrastructure, like you mentioned, healthcare, like in Newfoundland and Labrador. And it's very hard for law enforcement, Canadian law enforcement to both investigate this, charge someone and actually bring it to, you know, some kind of conclusion in the courts, right? I mean, the chances of uh, Russia, you know, sending over a national to uh, face charges on a ransomware attack are very, very slim. Um, So, you know, I, I think that based on what the CSE said to us yesterday, um, I think there's an acknowledgement from the national security community in Canada that they have a role to play in not only defending Canadian networks and Canadian uh, Canadian interests, but also, um, you know, showing some of these groups um, that there is a cost uh, associated with attacking Canadian targets. How effective a deterrent that will be, I think remains to be seen. Obviously, as you mentioned in your intro, we do continue to see rising levels of ransomware attacks and other kind of compromises, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic when, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you from my home right now. Uh, lots of Canadian workers have been working outside of their, uh, you know, security networks that, that companies tend to provide while they're working from home. So we do see a lot, uh, a significant rise in, in this type of activity. So I think it's an open question about how much of a, a deterrent CSE hacking back at some of these groups will be. Is that what we're talking about, like aggressive measures on our part that go after um, non-state actors? But, you know, who is a state actor and who isn't is pretty tough to tell. Yeah, so we don't actually know any details about the type of operations CSE has been carrying out in this space. They do, uh, you know, have powers granted to them in in 2019 to, uh, you know, take aggressive, uh, you know, countermeasures uh, against foreign groups. Um, but we don't know the nature of those actions. What we do know for the first time uh, yesterday is that they have used those powers, and it brings up a lot of interesting questions, right? Uh, You know, essentially, you have a very sophisticated, you know, national intelligence agency with, you know, a lot of tools at its disposal going after, um, you know, non-state actors, you know, criminal enterprises. I think we would be very concerned if the Canadian military was carrying out operations against you know, muggers in Hong Kong or something like that. It's a little bit different because in cyberspace, we don't actually see sort of those more aggressive measures or, or necessarily know their outcomes. So it does raise a lot of sort of interesting questions about 
you know, how the Canadian government is using the cyber weapons it has, what sort of defenses they're they're deploying and what kind of groups they're going after. There is some oversight, some political oversight to these actions. Both the Minister of Defense and the Minister of Foreign Affairs need to sign off before CSE undertakes any any of these operations. So there 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 is sort of you know some oversight over this. But Canadians are really in the dark about what our intelligence agencies are doing in our name uh, when it comes to these sort of operations. Hmm. That's a fascinating article. Alex, I wish we had more time. I do appreciate you coming on, though. Anytime. Thanks. That is Alex Boutelier, who is our national online journalist, and you can read his story on globalnews.ca about what exactly the communication security establishment of Canada is actually going to be doing in our name. And, of course, there's you know going to be questions about, wait a second, wait a second, are all hackers foreign-based or might possibly be... In Canada too, I think we'd have to we'd have to give our head a shake if we thought every cyber criminal was not on our own soil. There's some concerns there, and as Alex mentioned, there is some political oversight. But does that mean there's transparency? The two things are not the same, and I think you probably know that.